I mean, I don't think we'd be able to podcast anymore. If I'm going that away for if, uh-uh. 15, not, if, not, if, not if someone's got to come to get me in the yard. And I'm like, hold yeah. on. The hour hold power on. just started. Just, <laughs> the hour power, just a second. Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome and brand Dana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 242 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Brandon. And with me, as always, go blue and hear him roar. Most awesome. That's two, good, uh, two, two lions and wolverines. Good weekend to be from Michigan. Well, let's, let's say it was, we'll have plenty of time to talk about the sports. Let's talk about what's near and dear to our heart. We were talking yes, about pre, pre pod that we had to like clap mm-hmm. off, talk a little celly, talk about prison. So, if yeah, we're West in Watson, prison, yeah, if we were so getting the podcast in the prison, I think we do very well. They could be very good well, for li- our like fan people base. listening to our podcast. Like, yes. we have a good prison fan base. Yeah, yeah, I think we would. Don't you think so? Sure. Like, we'd, we'd, we'd be the like, we'd be the total like disconnection from everyday yard life right the shoe yeah. all that yeah, shit yeah, 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 yeah. yeah i'd like to think there'd be some like peace offering like just on other people also trying to you know remember the time they watched the wizard or something along those lines where they just for kind sure of, like, forget about everything for a second like you know rank their favorite nes cartridges like talk about playing with you know QB oh, bills on tech mobile mm-hmm. yeah it's like yeah, just kind of get them back like yeah, top yeah. villains top villains maybe you're playing a little dangerous into that bringing up personal stories and now it becomes mm-hmm. a competition of like real life we don't I mean, let's just keep it on the positive tip maybe the, the ne- there's definitely a few neapolitan showdowns that would result in a few lockdowns absolutely little, yeah. little, little little fucking rivalry going on the fucking Nuertas versus the Southerners, the SoCal Fools. Yeah, like, gotta that avoid shit. that. We want to keep it safe with things like mm-hmm. favorite day of the week. Might yep. they might be aligned on a lot of that because I know maybe how to call off like, from uh from a drug deal. <laughs> call from, yeah, that's that's good. So yeah, there, there's a there's some popularity. Yeah, so I think I think we would be popular there. But I was saying like you wouldn't want to do like a, a pod tour in some prisons. Like do a live. This is pod. where it gets dangerous. This is where it gets sure. like Absolutely. you know, yeah. the man in the black. Would you do right? it? Would you do it if I called? So you know, like sometimes we like task each other, and we'll each go on like little like stents where we're just like, all right, mm-hmm. what can I do personally to like try mm-hmm. to drum mm-hmm. up some some listenership? What if I came to you and I was like, bro, got a plan? We're gonna like kind of Southern California area. We're gonna go on a little six prison tour for their entertainment night. They're gonna put us up there. Just do, do some live shit. pods. Do some live pods from the prison. Live pod, yeah, which is crazy because we haven't done a live pod, I think, for anybody. I mean, I think one time mm-hmm. like Kyle and Chad were in the room when we did a podcast. Yeah, but yeah we I, fucking yeah. murdered it, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's, Poor uh, choice of words, Sellies. Poor choice of words. <laughs> Poor choice of words. Yeah. What do you think our go-to, what would our Nia be? Oh, like, man. Fucking uh, top three things against snitching. Like would be definitely like a fucking yeah. home run. I would do like top three cliches about breaking out of prison like you know razor blade or like a file in the birthday cake number one i think they'd just be rolling on the floor just laughing it up as we talk about yeah i think so yeah exactly i I definitely (laughs) think so um yeah like oh i I definitely like top prison movies for sure right like you know oh i think we'd have a very what if we did a date night Mm -hmm. silly date night all that sure Mm, portraits of words again right but what if we did that and we all watched the movie together and then we had like a little like we watched shot caller 
the heat by the way you would get you'd be in tough you'd be that'd be a little tough be a little tough for you be <laughs> yeah you're gonna turn on me just because i like that movie so much Could you like, imagine? Right, you're right like yeah, yeah okay i get Can you imagine yeah. how hard it would be to stand up to fucking 300 hardcore gangbangers and prisoners the frightening thing is I don't even think I can comprehend it. So I don't think I do know. And you know what? Like I am a fickle fan when it comes to shot caller, like amongst the people <laughs> actually living the nonfiction version where I'd be like, you're right. That movie is full of shit. Well, pod listeners, you guys have been sentenced to 60 minutes of power. Here's Ooh. what you got. Get rid from the headlines. We're doing NFL football week nine review. We're going to do below the fold. Going to talk college football top four. Got one email from the inbox. We've been waiting to hit. It may be date night. That's right. Back-to-back date nights. Uh, we checked out yeah. Heat. I'll let you know why we checked out Heat. Let you know our thoughts. Excited to jump into that. The Apothic Showdown. We're doing top George Clooney movies. And we're going to finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra. Read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. Hey, bro, we're from the headlines. NFL Week 9 Reactions. Why do we talk about that this week? Brother. 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 Because Vikes and Lions both won on this, on this golden Week 9? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, what do you want to hit first? Vikes or Lions? Um, we could talk. We could talk a little of the Lions. Okay, let's talk the Lions real fast. Uh, yeah, let's okay. get it out of the way. Let's. Uh, no, no, we'll we'll hang in. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers throws three interceptions in the red zone, just fifth yes. time in his career. Uh, first time since 2017. Oh, three INTs, two of them in the red zone. Yes. Um, is Aaron Rodgers a bigger slice of the problem with Green Bay pie than we thought he was? Like around week two, week three. It's certainly starting to feel like it we're getting so this is where i i do wonder where like some of the the nitpickier things come out right you see start to see i've started to see some videos of him missing some reads right missing some wide open some some russell wilson-esque misses and um and yeah so i think like i think it's a little bit of that plus like his on the field demeanor is a little too demonstrative for what's going on. It's not like the guys aren't trying. They're just not he's missing throws. Yeah. And it's one of those things. He 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 overthrew like what should have been a touchdown, or he underthrew, I should say, what should have been a touchdown somewhere in like the th- second quarter, third quarter, and he just fucking lost it. But I really kind of think that was on him. But there's no benefit of the doubt given for how many times he's kind of like had a hissy fit on somebody else that it's like, I can't tell anymore. Aaron, are you mad at yourself? Yeah. That's the thing. You're exactly right with hissy fits, especially if it's always like the other guy that's in the wrong or something like that means you have to be on point a hundred percent of the time. Like, cause if like, it's just not fair. Like if you're, you know, if, if you're fucking up, like he said, like he he said they're fucking up like what uh 20% of the time, like one out of five plays, and he's like, that's just way too much and not sustainable. He needs it down to like 10% or whatever. Uh so but if it, you know, if you're to blame like even 25% of those, like one out of four, like one out of five, one out of six, like then you can't blow up on the other guys because you guys are all in the same boat. Like you can't unless you expect them to like turn around and like go off on you and you're like, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 
your 20% and their 10% are missing. And it's, it's like 40, now kind of like the cumulative is like 40%, whatever that, that exponential yeah. growth of missing plays and not getting into a rhythm. Yeah. It's definitely right. Like you, you definitely have to, have, you know, accountability can be a two way street in those types of situations. So, you know, you just don't, it's hard to see him. I, I would love for him to just like, I was bad this game. I was really bad. Yeah. I stunk I just, it well, up. Yeah. Like one time, especially when it seems like with three INTs, this would be the opportunity to fucking do it. This would be the one to mm-hmm. just eat a bull and be like, Hey, we're all struggling. You know, like I asked a lot, you know, I've been chirping. I've asked a lot from my guys, from these young guys. I have been getting it. And I've been very vocal about that. And, you know, and to that turn, like, I'll be vocal about this. Like I played like shit today. I need to be yeah. better too. Like this is yeah. on me and I hope we all can rise from this, but I, that clear opportunity. I mean, I didn't actually see the press conference did any of that shit come up like what is he saying yeah i didn't i didn't i didn't either so i don't know yeah. he may have said all that but i would have felt like had he said that we would have seen it absolutely yeah. like so we know it's not there so it's just the same like muted things because that is aaron Rodgers does not possess that ability in that moment to kind of to 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 allow himself to be the one who is under the scope of criticism he can't he's yeah, always going to fight and, and yeah why not it's not debatable that he's not like one of the greatest of all times like mm-hmm. you know like we've seen chips on the shoulders like we've seen like you know cam newton had a little bit of a chip on his shoulder like you know someone mm-hmm. like that who's just kind of like wants to be seen as a top tier quarterback that was never a kind of gets that was there. a brooch that he had though cam newton that was no. like more of a, that was <laughs> yeah, a style right. choice the brooch had a hat on it that matched the hat that was on his yeah, yeah. <laughs> very <laughs> creative <laughs> it's just gorgeous breathtaking uh, yeah, so there's something like it just seems so unnecessary to be at this level. It's just like the road yeah. is paved for you, like the Tom Brady road, just to be like humble, even after you fake it. It's just such a better fucking look. It's like, why are you making your life more difficult? Yeah, exactly. Right. And even still, he's not one, you know, Tom Brady's not one for getting scrutinized and 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 judged. But ultimately, I would say if you were to like look at the pie of love to criticisms, it's overwhelmingly love over that versus Aaron Rodgers is just I mean who's sitting there standing on Aaron Rodgers Island right now like who's got that real estate because I don't know I don't see it in the media I don't really see it as much there's just not a few bros that are out there that are fucking ringing the bell for Aaron Rodgers and be like no 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 he's the one that's he's everything's fine with his play it's everybody else that's fucking shitting the bed with the two years ago two summers ago it was sure yeah with this contract, how possible is it for the Packers to move on? Or, you know, because, I mean, they do have some sort of next plan in place. And to me, like, I, you know, one of the big things I think before, like, this kind of when everybody got on the fucking Brandana train that I've been driving for 10 fucking years. And it was like, this guy's a piece true, of shit. And when finally people started to board before that, you know, it was like. One of the big things you had to look at, it's a very dedicated fan base that kind of, and you know, the, you know, whatever the quote is, I don't know how it works out, but you know, the, the fans own the team, whatever that shit yeah. is, but it, but it is a place that would stay with the quarterback out of the love for him that we've seen. So it would have been very hard. Now it seems very possible for the Packers to be like, we're moving on. And the Packers being like, good, fuck it. Like, we don't care. Like this, get this fucking energy out of here. You know, you need like mm-hmm. just some sage in Lambeau field and just fucking like move on from this vibe. How possible is it for the Packers to do that? And would Aaron Rodgers have any interest? Oh, I mean, they'd, they'd have to be, they'd have to find a trade partner and uh, without, I mean, that, that deal. Makes I think, it... I think there's, there's teams that would do it. I think there's teams that would give up. You know, a, like th- I think what was three was kind of the place we couldn't quite get for Aaron Rodgers, like 
two years ago. I think you get two first rounds. Ooh, yeah. I mean, right now he's definitely like he's definitely deteriorating that that value, right? Like, there's no there's no way that it is. But I I still think he can hide behind the fact it's just like no weapons here, and he could even like you know this three interception day if you wanted to, he could be like, hey, like I'm playing a little bit more fast and loose because like I got to do something the fuck out here. Mm-hmm. Which you could almost get on, even though you know that that first interception he threw uh, to your boy uh, was That's right, massively, massively underthrown. Yes. Um, okay, well let's chill. Like, yeah, we'll chill on a little bit, come back. But I mean, I think there would be, you know, I'd have to find the right. I don't know what like it has to be somebody that has young weapons that seem almost there, like Atlanta. Maybe I feel like Indianapolis is out of the give me your quarterback that's three years away from retirement game. I think they're kind of they're they're done doing that stuff. But maybe um I don't know. It is just yeah. something to think about. I mean, he's he's sitting on right now, I mean, 150 guaranteed or 100, 100 guaranteed until he's 43 until 2026. I'm just looking at some like post June trades where it's just not like, I mean, they, the, the Packers eat a bunch of fucking money this year and next year, if they trade them away. And over the last three years of the deal, depending on when they trade them, eat anywhere from 22 to I don't know, 45 million. I mean, this is a lot of money that they're, they're going to be sitting on this. All right. Yeah. So, just... so it, it's, it's just very tough. Right. And it's one of those things where you look at it and it's definitely like, this is a that extension will now be looked at as such a double whammy because you know what do they do? Do they shut Aaron Rodgers down for this year and save him? But this extension now looks like such a double whammy for the lack of like faith that they had in Jordan Love, right? Or that they're like, yeah. all right, this guy's not going to be it, so we've got to we got to do something. And they've just they shit the bed on Jordan Love. They missed it. They they screwed up. Um, I don't know. I don't think drafting a wide receiver is going to solve that problem. You know, drafting yeah, T Higgins same. wasn't going to make that right. Yeah. It's so weird how it's just like these, how these draft picks become worthless once, you know, you bring your show pony out there and you're just like, this is what we drafted. And then we see Jordan Love for two games and everyone around the leagues were is like, well, that's not going to fucking work. And then Green yeah. Bay finds himself right back where they fucking started, which is a disgruntled Aaron Rodgers wanting a wide receiver. <laughs> they have to draft a quarterback for the future. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's just it's just okay. a, it's an ugly thing. Well, we, let's end on a positive uh, notes on this. Yeah, Lions, Lions. won. Lions yeah. won, buddy. Lions, Lions won, um, baby. Div- okay, what's I'm at max capacity. I'm gonna text you. I know you said this. this. I don't. You I don't want to hurt your this. feelings. It hurt me. What's Dan Campbell? Why are we crying, bro? Like it's it's awesome when it happens like once a year. You know, like when you saw like your grandfather cry like that one time. You're just like, holy mm-hmm. shit! Like there is that means like, something. There's heart yeah. underneath that shell, but. If we're like bursting into tears, like during fucking Travelocity commercials, and then like every time, like getting out of up and we lose a football game and we win a football game, like need a little bit of emotional stability for my leaders. And I'm a crier. You know me, bro. Yeah. My birthday train crying up a storm. Like exactly. That was a, that was an emotional whirlwind. I like it. I that like was an emotional three day. Out. Yeah, exactly. No one's look, we're modern men. We're not afraid of our tears. And neither is Dan Campbell, big, big, burly football ex-football player now a head coach just wears his emotions on his sleeve i would agree i would agree you know it's when we're winning all this feels fucking awesome but when we're not winning and then we then we finally win we we get a broken green bay at home 
right? <laughs> right. And we, yeah. we fucking shut yeah. him down. We had to fire Aubrey Pleasant, our, our defensive backs coordinate, uh, coach. You know, that, um, yeah, you know, it's just he fucking wears it on his sleeve, man. He's fucking, he's up against it. It's one of those things where it's like, I know this means so much to him. And this is my big worry with Dan Campbell. Like when we hired him, it's like, it's, it's so rah-rah. They're going to fucking go through it. But it's like, at a certain point, I need to see like a progression of yeah like, the, the, the players or the coaching up. Like I can't have everything like, Hey man, we're just here. Like this season was a huge, like this season we need to make a big jump. They needed to be 500 right now. Just not in having, it's okay to have some of these mistakes, but like, it's the same as last year. You that, know that's, you're, you're exactly, that's what it is, buddy. That's what I could put my finger on. Like I, I need to see progress, you know, mm-hmm. through the season. And it still feels like, it feels like they're dropping him in and he won like a, uh, a contest where he gets to be a coach for a day and each game is just like starting from scratch and just a pleasure to be here and let's try to get a win. And I want to see like them building off shit that works. And it just hasn't been like they're the games they do win, you know, they just, they all look different and they scratch it out. Like this, the fact that it's just like this game doesn't, I mean, does this like, whoa, one of your fears, does this feel like progress? Like this is a green Bay team that came in that still almost had a chance to win at the end that you dominated the turnover battle on because you couldn't score any fucking points. And it just happens to be like, your last in the league defense was able to shut down an Aaron Rodgers that was desperate and not playing well at all. And it's still like, you know, you'd like to see that. You'd like to see a convincing win if you're, you know, if Green Bay is going to play like that. And it still wasn't. It still came down to the nails. Yeah. I mean, this is, oof, man, you fucking, you, you nailed it, dude. Cause that's exactly right. The offense has been horrible the last like three games. You know what I mean? And it's just yeah. like, it's just what, ha- what happened to the first off the first the half Eagles of the season game. that was running. Yeah. yeah. The Eagles game or, or, you know, Seahawks, um, yeah, Seahawks, Seahawks even, even the Miami game, you know what I mean? It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah. So here's the thing is, is you look at that and then you go, okay, well it, you know, the, the excuse that I hear from a lot of like the lions fans, uh, me being one of them, but it's, the, oh, their their roster's terrible. Their roster's terrible, and it's like, well, look at fucking the Jets or the Giants. Like, look at some of those teams. You're telling me that their roster is substantially better than the Lions. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, who've had a number of draft picks. No, that's great. Look yeah, at- you're exactly right. Definitely better. Yeah, better. Lions have better roster than the Giants. Better than the Jets. Yeah. yeah. Look at look at the Seahawks and what they're mm-hmm. doing. Right. You know what I mean? It's like. They're not that much. I mean, fuck even Washington, right? With all the fucking, you know, upheaval going into the front office. Look at that. Look at Atlanta. Look at these teams. It's like, you can't fucking tell me that they're so much better than where we're at. You know what I mean? But it's one of those things where it's like, I, I, this one pains me a little bit because like Houston is very bad and Carolina is very bad. And the Lions are now like in this weird spot where it's like, well, do we win? Like, I, I, it's like, do we win? And like, okay, then we just kind of screw our whatever draft picks we have. Thankfully, like, I'm rooting against the the Rams just because they're three and five, and we own their first round draft pick. So hopefully, they just fucking ultimately just fall off the cliff, and everyone everyone just dies and yeah. just 
not not literally yeah, sure. you know what i mean yeah, yeah sure. that was dark that was more of a overkill i went a little sure. i went a little terry but we Bradshaw. did open we opened the podcast with prison i get it exactly it's we, fucking it's up. it's one up one down like west yeah. <laughs> so then um but yeah so it's like well, at least we own that pick but it's like every win as good as it feels like in the short term in the back of my mind and maybe it's just because i'm a sullen lions fan who just never starts never stops thinking about the draft no matter how well we're playing it's just like oh yeah. that win's gonna hurt our draft stock that's a weird position as a fucking nfl <laughs> fan to be yeah it's like oof, we're it's like not even halfway through the season like oh another win where's the I think person? Anything- person in the top 10 yeah, even with that last draft and with the Pat Mahomes draft and, you know, Justin Fields looking like the best guy to the draft two years ago, I just – the where you land in the draft doesn't – it just really doesn't fucking matter. Like, it seems like such Thank a crapshoot at QB. Thank like, it, it's it's almost more of just, like, take that pressure off of me of picking my guy. Let me just, like, get yeah. down there in the middle of the draft, pick best available, and really start looking at somebody instead of – because this happens instead of letting, like, the pressure of, like – what all the talking heads in the college are thinking are like on those top three picks of what you're supposed to do. It's just like, get yeah. me out of that fucking noise. You know what San Francisco did like San Francisco felt that pressure, you know? And I felt like they, that they forced their hands into going with, you know, uh, Trey Lance. Lance when, when they could have had, they could have gone Justin Fields. I mean, Justin Fields yep. is up there. We talked about it. I think in our, in our draft pod and, and little early MVP. I, he's not my MVP, but yep. man, Justin Fields, we can move on. Oh, uh, he's on. But, no, I, I have, I haven't come on up on it. We'll talk about. It. Okay, okay, let's go. In, we'll go into Dolphins Bears game real fast. Uh, yeah, Justin Fields runs for 178 yards. Um, he's gonna be all right. I think we, you and I were one of the first on this, like Justin Fields empathy trains, because you know, like yes. my heart always goes out, and I have a big heart for these quarterbacks that get their career destroyed in like, like five starts or six starts, like the the Rosens of the world that is just like. Mm-hmm. Give me a fucking shot, which almost might have been, you know, over a longer period of time, like what happened to Geno Smith. But yeah, I think I, I think yeah. our boy's going to be all right. I think Justin Fields going to be okay. He's going to be there again. This is the thing, Chicago building momentum. You know what I mean? Not a big win. They they trade Roquan Smith to the Ravens. You know they've they're a little mismanaged here or there, but you know I mean they're they're right in this game. I mean they're 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 playing hard. They're playing. Hard against uh, the Browns was it last week or two weeks ago? It came right down to the last like play. Basically, had Mooney caught it and caught it across the goal line. I think they they tie it up or go for the win. So it's like they're having oh, yeah, yeah. some moments. Yeah, that was a you know what I'm talking? Yeah. That's Thursday night game. Yeah. So it's like three TDs. I mean, I don't think it's sustainable to run for. You know, oh, I don't think it was the Browns. Yards. I think wasn't it the it was the Commanders, wasn't it? Oh, you're right. The Commanders. commanders? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And then they beat the Patriots. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like one of those things where it's like, but he's starting to, you know, spread the ball around getting, you know, getting Kemet the, you know, some plays there and, and Mooney kind of get a little bit of life there. It's like, that's their core team. You know what I mean? And like I said, I don't think it's sustainable that he's going to run for a buck 78 every, every uh, fucking game, but you know, at so least utilize his talents. Is this where like, so what's the difference between him and Mitch Trubisky? Like, is this talent just no matter what, you can't keep it down? Or is there something that, like, Chicago's kind of has the right system? Like, Chicago's the right fit because there's not a lot of pressure in Chicago, right? Like, he did get the, you know, you get to go into, um, I mean, Bears is a very traditional market, but it's not like it's been, you know, like what uh, 
two playoff wins, one playoff win in the last 20 years, 15 years. So like, mm-hmm. so there's, there's not like a lot of pressure of just like, this guy's going to get us back to good where you might get, where you might feel like in a new England, you know? So is this, is he part of like a right system or what separates this from, you know, somebody that, like I said, like goes out there and we just, you know, he's gets the three or four starts, maybe even like a Jordan love. And it's just, it's not working. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you can kind of, ins- you could see the, like the raw materials with fields. Like he was getting, I mean, he was getting fucking destroyed in Matt Nagy's offense. And, and truthfully, like, almost like as a like Matt Nagy was like, well, fuck it. Like I'm out. Like we're just doing this This is what we're doing. And I'm just throwing this kid out there, even though I could have let him just sit behind Dalton that is his rookie year. And then, you know, then we have some turnover and then here we are. It's like, he's never been able to kind of get off this off on the right foot. But the difference, like you said, between him and Trubisky is, is you could see the goods. Like he has flashes where you're like, Oh, okay. Like this is good. We're, we're seeing this here yeah. and we're seeing like each week we're seeing a little bit more progression and, and some, some competitive nature. Plus he has a little bit more of that, like confidence, right? Like Mitch, Mitch Trubisky never, like never, never felt like he was ultimately like super comfortable. Even I think three years ago or four years ago on this podcast where I was like, Oh, when he came out of his pro bowl season his rookie year or second year trubisky i was like all right this is the next year and he just he fucking crumbled in that the pressure couldn't it couldn't he couldn't stand up to that i think justin fields has a little bit of that i'm the guy dna because he's been a top prospect from his entire like high school life college life like early draft pick mitch trubisky kind of like burst on the scene everyone's like hey this kid from north carolina it's going to be a top pick. And I was like, who Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Oh, Mitchell Trubisky. You know, it's all that shit. Right. That's our reach. Yeah. That's interesting too. Like, I wonder if there's a little bit something to say also, like with these quarterbacks that are definitely mobile quarterbacks that are super comfortable running. And that's part of their game, you know, yeah. but like keeps able to keep the defense on their heels a little bit more, as opposed to like a Sam Darnold that like goes in there is just like straight pocket passer getting drafted by a team. That's probably is a shitty offensive line and running for his life. But, you know, we saw Joe Burrow overcome that. Yeah, and I and I definitely think like that is the new iteration. The the if you can't run and be a little creative, not you don't have to be Michael Vick. You don't even have to be Justin Fields. You just have to be like what we thought when we saw Russell Wilson in those first few years. It's like yeah, he's not the fastest hey, well, guy. That's what I was going. Yeah, I was thinking about that today, and we don't have to spend a lot of time with the Vikings. I feel like I've been hammering the point home. I mean, most fraudulent. You know, uh, what are they fucking eight and one now, seven and one? Most fraudulent seven and one team ever. I went to like uh, a ranking that ever. had them power rank second. And I was just like, number one, fire this writer. Cause I mean, there's right. absolutely like, there's well, that's no just because he's just going off the number of They're wins. looking at the record. Yeah. Which is insane. You Yeah. So uh, to your point on quarterback, like that's what I look at Kirk Cousins. And when the pressure gets there, like him turtling up, you need, I saw it from Geno Smith. You know, we see it from Patrick Mahomes, we see it from Josh Allen. Like you need those guys that can step yeah. through that first contact and have, you know, an obsession and a drive to like out of the corner of their eyes, like keep the play alive and, you know, like move through that pocket and buy themselves extra seconds. Kirk Cousins doesn't have that. And I don't think you can win a Super Bowl without it. Like I think you gotta, you gotta be able to 
Tom Brady even did it in his own way. I mean, like he doesn't mm-hmm. like jog outside the pocket, but he'll fall back a little deeper to let the pocket collapse so he can step up, but he'll wait to step up until he draws, you know, draws that pressure in the back, have his like O-lineman push him off, step up in that pocket and throw. And it's just like Kirk Cousins just lays fucking down. Yeah, yeah. It's a different type of like pocket manipulation when you're talking about with Tom Brady, but yeah. it's all in the same vein. And yes, you need like if you watching that Sunday night game, the the that third and 17, I think it was third and 17 that Mahomes picked up basically yeah. on the run. Like that is exactly to your point. You're not winning a chip. You don't need him to do it every time, but you needed to do it in the right moment. And that's the thing is, is even in that game and that and the overtime, Malik Willis, like it's two down territory. They kicked the field goal in overtime. He got outside of the pocket and there's a guy gigantic fucking lane he was just stuck in the like i need to throw this he should have taken off running his athletic ability is is better than than most quarterbacks in the league malik wells and he could have taken off running now he's not going to pick he might not have picked up the whole thing but you're in two down territory anyways you're going for it on fourth anyways (laughs) yeah it was so funny it was just like oh he's trying to win the. he's trying to win you know we say the thing it's like don't try to win it in one throw don't it's just like yeah well, you kind of have to try to win it. <laughs> yeah, just, now you like, do. Yeah. You kind of have to. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. It was like one of those things where you play Madden and you have to like let your quarterback stand there to give him enough time to bump up his arm. It was, and they were showing the breakdown. I felt I felt bad for the guy. Like after that third down, like hanging on to it way too long. It's just like, man, that's just, that's not, you can't wait for the perfect throw. Like, yeah, there's so you got to create something. Here, like if you throw an INT, but they made a great point on that. Maybe it was the third down, but. They didn't have anybody in the flats for the check down. And so it was just like everybody deep. So for him to even, he had to get his feet set because there wasn't any option sure. below 30 yards. So it was just kind of like watching sure. kind of run around and stuff. Yeah. Was, but then at that point, then he's got to no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Talk yep. it and run. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. You didn't give him much of an option, but like. But you're you right. Know. Even if he finds a spot on the field, he's like, I got to run to right there. And then no matter what, like I have to, because of timing, you know, like, I don't know who's going to be where, but I know like when I land there two and a half yards from, from here, like I, I got to start cocking back now and figure out where I'm throwing it. Like as my arms yeah. moving forward. Yeah. Look at that. We should be quarterbacks, bro. We should Quarter- be. Maybe quarterback camp. all-time QB, all-time QB. <laughs> um, all right. That's, um, I think that's enough on the Vikings. I took a shit. It's just like, uh, well, let's sum it up with this. Should, I feel like I'm not enjoying it. Like you're not. Yeah. You're not. <laughs> do you find that weird? Like, am I letting an opportunity to, or is it just like, I watch this team so much. I'm just like, pay no attention to this record. Like I've definitely seen. Here's what Vikings it is. The, as, as a fellow hurt NFL fan, this is what is commonly you're known enjoying. as self-defense. <laughs> it's self-defense. Yeah, because you're just okay. you. You know, you know what's on the end of, other end of this train track. You yeah. know, it's not a light. It's another train barreling down. It's at losing. You. Yeah, it's, it's losing. It, losing in the first round at home as a second seed, mm-hmm. like having fucking. But not just like Cowboys not that close. Just like. 45 17 just getting the fucking doors blown <laughs> exactly, off exactly you know what i mean it's all oh man it's all the time like i told did i say it last time on the pod or maybe i'll say it again but that eagles nfc championship game in like 2000 was it 17 18 with case keenum and just been watching him watching the playoffs so excited like <laughs> like it was minneapolis miracle like had had my vikings coat on the viking shoes I mean, I didn't have my second IPA done before we were down like 20 nothing. <laughs> Everyone's staring at me in my goofy shit. 
like in this purple <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I know. Eagles fans. No color stands out more than Vikings colors. I, it's not. And the game was even close enough for them to talk shit. Like everybody just kind of like not making eye contact <laughs> with me. Like everyone in the place knew that my girlfriend cheated on me, but nobody wanted to say it was disaster. Uh, all right. Flying through some other finals real fast here. Uh, we'll sum it up real fast. Bills lose to Jets 2017. Is Bills still like your second or third favorite team in the NFL? I mean, this is not, not counting Josh Allen. Not counting that. Not, not counting the, the potential energy yeah. injury. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I still you still kind of you kind of have to. I mean, it's so hard not to count them out. I mean, if they, yeah, I mean, got to be second or third team right now. Well, the, the that will that's a giant asterisk on that. Yeah, yeah absolutely, totally. Yeah. Uh, Raiders at Jaguars. Raiders lose twenty to twenty seven after going up seventeen nothing. Uh, the Raiders third of the year the season. What's up? Third of the year, right? That they've they've dropped yeah. a seventeen plus point lead. Yeah, is this uh so is this what happens if the Raiders pace like this, like they're definitely look like they're going to and missing the playoffs because there's just so many more strong AFC teams that should get in there. Uh, mm-hmm. are they blowing it up or are they running this back? Well wh- on paper the... it's a good team. Yes. I'm very confused because I did read a bunch of reports that they that the um the Green Bay Packers were trying to make a move for Darren Waller. That they were trying to like either package it in a trade for Devontae Adams, even again came back to it, and they're like, no, no pass. And Waller's just been injured this whole year, so that my question is, is like, are they willing to blow? Like, do they have the awareness to blow it up and say, we've got to reshape and retool some of the like Mike Mayock, Gruden? Hey, we drafted these grit guys. We drafted these in like kind of just start moving them off and moving away. I mean, I'm trying to think of like the the Josh Jacobs, right? Like that's an interesting yeah. thing. Like they played him so early in there. It looked like, oh, well, this is definitely a person that they're looking to move. They're just kind of in this like limbo. And I don't know if they know to like blow it up or to like, hey, we just got to, we just got to get fixed. Uh, yeah, especially. It's a yeah. terrible spot to be. It is. I so especially with this record, because now it's just now you're almost lying to yourself if you're just like we're still competing, but you don't mm-hmm. necessarily. They're still, you know, we're still figuring out like a little chemistry thing, and this team is still, you know, evolving through its big overhaul it had last year. But it seems like all the talents there. Josh Jacobs like not going to get the value that they need to replace that. I mean, that's just a running back in the league. If you happen to, you know, right. happenstance upon a good one, like great, get as many miles as you can out of it, but you're not going to be able to trade it for any like actual assets. I just think you have to look at an overall like strategy and what's that going to be. And I feel like it's got to be like bone up on the defensive end of the ball and really like be locked down. Cause you, you know, you're not going to go tit for tat with Herbert and Mahomes, like both right there in your conference or right there in your division. So it almost seems like, you know, you got to switch your identity a little bit, but you know, you can't let what happened to the saints happen, which is getting shut out in this, this day and age. Yeah. And here's the thing is, is it'll be very interesting. Like, does Devonte Adams have enough like juice in the tank? You know what I mean to kind of like be a dominant number one wide receiver this late in his career. I mean, this could be a huge albatross around their neck if they don't capitalize on the window that they have now. And I just yeah, don't a, know. I don't. I don't know that they have what it takes. Right? They got a ch- older Chandler, Chandler Jones. They have a Max Crosby who's kind of a young defensive end. They're like, all right, we'll load up, but they don't have great secondary so what, what yeah and it's also what's like what's the move that they make to to make I, this start to wondering. click because they don't it's not like they want to get off of car either right it's not like they're just like oh like we're we're quarterback away they seem pretty like 
happy with him. Yeah, I I would say so. I mean, I I would think like he definitely owns the locker room. Like for all the things that we talked about, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr is a lot of the opposite of that. Like, yeah, seems like a stand up guy, accountable. Players seem to really like him. Like he's he seems willing to like pick them up when they need it. You know what I mean? And kind of like be the 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 central figure in a in a locker room. So. I think that's a hard quality to find it. I don't know if his talent is always there every day, but you know, he's definitely like he's in, he's a middle of the road quarterback an above average middle of the road quarterback. All right. Lions have two options on the table and there's a trade up that they're going to get something. They're either going for Kirk cousins or Carr. Who do you want? Oh, swaggy K versus Derek Carr. God, of course he's <laughs> uh, Derek Carr. I would say Derek Carr. Look at that. Oh, you're so right. Uh, okay, let's do this real fast before we get out of this. Uh, give me your top <laughs> five NFL teams in order, uh, assuming a Josh Allen is healthy. Here's my order real fast. I believe this is it. Eagles, one spot. Chiefs, two. Bills, three. Ravens, four. Seahawks, five. Ooh, Big, Seahawks, yeah, Hawks. Four, four and five gets wild. Yeah, I mean, I like... Here's the thing, like, I know we talk sometimes about, like, you know, sometimes you can't pick which team you choose, like, to root for. Watching mm-hmm. the Seahawks versus the Cardinals, like, you know, seeing a couple weeks ago when Geno Smith goes over to Lockett and, like, pumping him back up after that. It's just, like, that feels like a fucking team. Watching their strategy, too, when they just had to run the clock down. I know I texted about this, but, you know, when they just, when they're playing a little clock game, instead of just running the ball straight ahead and giving it back, you know, with a minute and a half left for them to come back and win it. They do, you know, they do play action fake and just do like a little like toss out to the flats because that play has been working. You know, they're not afraid to throw the ball. They're not afraid to do the right thing versus the opponent versus like we're just trying to get out of here with the win and just get all fucking tight. It's just fun team to watch. Yes. Seahawks are the like perfect example. This is like this is going to be Bill Belichick's or whoa, the Freudian slip there. Pete Carroll's greatest coaching season. Right. I was going to say a lot of things. What, you know post Brady Belichick was hoping for this is what Pete Carroll's kind of putting together right they got a couple veterans that they that they've traded for that have really played well fucking he Pete Carroll always seems to get like these like fucking rogue gallery of players in through free agencies or draft and just kind of figures out a way to put them together to make it work you know what I mean and then a lot of that was attributed to, you know, Russell Wilson and be like, well, he's a top five MVP caliber quarterback. And then we have fucking Gino Will, uh, Gino Smith, who has been all over the place and now is fucking great playing fucking great football. This is a big fucking feather in, in Pete Carroll's cap, who I've not always appreciated his, his like coaching ability. Like I, and I, and I sit there now and realize like he's doing a pretty good job. Now fifth is fucking crazy town. You're out of your fucking mind. Not a, <laughs> All right, tell me, right, like, no. who, who are you taking? The Bengals, uh, probably, maybe. No, no, I no. I think, I think right now, well, I, I'm so disappointed with the Miami's defense. Right, mm. I, I, I think, I kind of think Miami's up there. Maybe give them another week to, 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 to click. But it, I know it's kind of. I know it's Cowboys is as my fifth. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It's fifth. I like. I like Micah Parsons year two, just fucking shit up like in that Vaughn Miller role that we saw a few weeks ago in that Buffalo game. I I like that. And then yes, the biggest factor, I think you nailed it, you know, Philly, Kansas city, uh, Buffalo, 
uh, what did you say number four was? Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah, I think that's right with Baltimore. Although their defense is a little sus too. Yeah, but. sometimes. But it's like it still has one of those, you know, if one's not clicking on a uh, hundred, like there's still a chance the offense just takes off and, you know, puts up like four in the forties. So that's why I like do- I, like a, a defense that can like be hit or miss, but be good when it's good with an offense that can just like fucking take off. It's just like, yep, 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 yep. I did find like Tennessee very interesting to watch. Did you find them interesting to watch? Like, yeah, a little bit. So it's almost like, like they were I, like Ravens I, I light. They, they were, I just, I can't, if you can't come back when you're down by double digits, I mean, the Vikings even have that, but it's just like Tennessee, Tennessee down by, you know, like 13, like going into the fourth, like everything I have on the other team no matter who it is. Like, they're just like, yeah. they can't get down the field fast enough. They just don't have the weapons. Yeah. They don't have, but, the yeah, but they, they are, they are a scary team. You know, if they're, if they're up by a score, cause they can definitely, they get, and if your run defense is a little suspect, I mean, they can definitely control the clock and they can make it like each possession becomes fucking huge, which I think the chiefs went through yesterday. And this is the thing. I think that they could have fucking really closed out. They, they made a few mistakes. They changed. They, 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 they let, Mahomes break contain in the pocket a few times and he started to get a little fucking mojo. But here's the other thing is, is I felt like that they could have had on some big plays. They could have had Malik Willis, some RPOs and just get him running and moving outside of the pocket and make one read and go. I felt like that. They kind of, they abandoned that a little bit. I'm not sure. They, they did. Just kinda I mean, like yeah. Smash into the line and see what, what Derek Henry can do. It was very, it was very uh, Vikings esque. If you it, will. I like, exactly, that's what I was gonna fucking say. Like it, they weren't going against the opponent; they were going by the book, and the book was just like, "Let's try to get out of here with the win. We have no business winning this game." As opposed to like, "Let's just fucking stick to what we've been doing. We just have to do it for another ten fucking minutes, then we get out of yep, here." Yep. I'm gonna do the chase. I'm fine. All right. Uh, below the fold, <laughs> college football top four. So a couple big games. We have um, Georgia playing Tennessee. Um, Georgia able to handle Tennessee pretty much in control of that entire game. Uh, yeah. LSU beats Alabama, probably taking Alabama at that playoff picture. And then that's two losses. That's going to be tough for Bama. Bama roll tide. And then got uh, the Wolverines covered on Rutgers. Look at a little close at halftime. It's just like, Ooh, maybe this is why most awesome. Wasn't talking to me about going with the Wolverines, but a uh, little pick six there and defense just turning it up. Yeah. 38 unanswered points in the second half made you feel pretty, good about it yeah um, the one through four right now georgia ohio state michigan tcu are these are four playoff teams oh i don't know i feel like tcu's got a a game that they're going to drop unexpectedly here um and that's gonna that's gonna allow like i mean shit oregon or usc that's gonna come down to to that right there who's tcu got left sitting at nine and oh the big, the good thing is the Big Ten, Big Twelve is never that great. I mean, here's the thing: they got Texas, Baylor, Iowa State. There's a very good possibility that they drop one late, uh, TCU, and then they, uh, they get, they get an, an Oregon or, um, you know, Clemson's out. Oregon or uh, uh, USC. I think a Pac-12 team could sneak in there in that back end there, or an LSU, depending on what that they do. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they play Uga and Georgia, and but I mean they would potentially have to play them in the SEC championship game, which would be no bueno for good old Brian Kelly and his family. 
All right, so Blue's okay about getting in there? I mean, is it going to be Ohio State versus Michigan and whatever they're I don't know what list? you said. I don't know what the first team you said. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that name. I, B. Said, I said, is Blue going to be all right? Go yeah, yeah I heard that. All right. My headphones were working just fine up until you said another team <laughs> uh, from that team down south. Ohio, you fill Ohio out the something. Rest? There it is. Yeah. Now I know Did what you're it, talking about. They they got to they play, right? They they won't they'll play at the end of the season after post Thanksgiving. Post Thanksgiving. Remember we, we said we we're gonna announce a game. We gotta announce an NFL game. We said we we're gonna do that. I keep we saying do. we're gonna do it. Yeah, I never fire. We gotta figure out the logistics of it, B. All right. Well, we're gonna watch you know, I want you, somewhere. You wanna, on you your... wanna hear some you wanna hear some sad fucking announcing? Let's pick a fucking Lions game. Oh, Let's do yeah. like <laughs> something to get through us. Yeah, exactly. I got I I got one more I got one more week of coaching girls basketball <laughs> oh, yeah. next week, and then I'll be free. Then I'll be able to watch all the sad football to my heart's content. All right, buddy, we'll get there. Yeah, I want to be around. I want you to just fire me up on an iPad when you're watching that. Just carry carry me around the the blue game, Ohio State. <laughs> just have me right there, a little cocktail in front of the iPad. It'll be perfect on the Zoom. Beautiful. Um, all right, we'll check back in with that. Had to talk a lot of a lot of a little college football. I know I've been neglecting that for you, buddy. I just get so excited yeah, about thanks, the NFL. I know. I know it's good times. Um, all right, we're gonna save the inbox. That's a good one, but we'll get back to it just because we're getting up against it. But we want to jump into MAB date night. Bring us to the jam. Oh, yeah, it's the map date night. The showdown is where they fight. Here they discuss if this movie sucks. Why? Because this pot fucks. I said this pot fucks. Oh yeah, this pot fucks. All right, back to back date nights. Might as well. We watched Heat, bro. Hell yeah, 1995 bro. Heat. Uh, it's for our book club, which we have going for the pod. Trent's in that book club reading Heat Two. Is my selection. It's like why not? Read the sequel from a movie 20 yeah. years later just to <laughs> really see what's going on in there. Michael Mann now, writes yeah. and directs. Not to get too deep into the book, which will uh, be off pod in book club, but I do want to talk a little bit. When's the last time you saw this movie? How many times have you seen it? Did it hold up? Oh, uh, I watched it just last week in preparation. In that, well, When in did that... you see it before last week, though? Ooh, like have you seen like it like a year like, ago? Probably like oh, a, year a year ago. ago. Yeah, 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 somewhere in that time frame. I mean, it's I, I very rarely like dust off old movies and just start watching them, just because it's like I have such limited time for content right. that I'm going to like I'm going to watch usually something new that I haven't seen over just being like let's watch Heat let's for the forty third time. But <laughs> sure. I definitely, I definitely have, I definitely think it would be like heavy rotation and college for sure i probably seen i don't really watch movies a lot but i probably for me i probably watched heat the like it's probably in my top 10 most like viewed movies so it's probably got to be like you know 20 times probably end to end bits and pieces like i don't know hundreds of times you know what i mean yeah, just sure. laid on that yeah so that's good so you're you're heat you're heat verse like this wasn't a blind spot like to heat. you where you're just no, 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 like no. oh shit like that's right like yeah how about you know robert de niro that's wild like yeah it's uh yeah. it's good to hold up for you yeah I, I, like yeah. a year so yeah yeah exactly i mean i think it's good it does make me think about neil 
I, the one thing that I was thinking about, I've, I've been inching more toward this thought is, is, is Neil as disciplined as he nope. makes himself think it's great. he is? He's not. He's not. He's like not. It's almost like I can't tell. It's almost borderline. All right, we'll just jump right into Toughest Spot yeah. Bills as well. I do want to say this movie is in. I'm pretty sure it's in my top 10 of all yeah. time. This is a great yeah, movie. But, I love this movie. Uh, yeah, so pl- Plot Pills. These we are can, nitpicky you know, points. These, the these are. But yeah, there's so many times. I remember talking to Trent came over to watch it. I remember talking to him like afterwards about it. Like it was... You know, he has, he does it like two or three times he has. So he goes with, uh, he realizes that Hannah's following him and yep. he's sitting in there with uh, Nate, who is John Voigt. And he's mm-hmm. just like, hey, like this Hannah guy's obsessed. Like, you know, you just have to miss once. He can miss a bunch of times and you're still fucked. And he's just like, juice is worth a squeeze. And then, you know, there, uh, that trailer thing, like he, he's heard and, he comes out and he knows that the cops are on them mm-hmm. and he still, still decides to do it. Then after, you know, they get the bus done, like he still goes back to find Van Zant. Then even after that, he's so close to fucking escaping. And then he's got to go kill Wayne Grow. Like this guy, like he's Rango's, Rang, Wayne Grow's the most egregious. Like that one is just like, you're there, dude. You know, you like, you know the hot the heat is literally on you. Yes, and you you are home free. Nate says it to you. You know he's like you're you're home free. Like you're good. You got your girl. You you threaded that fucking needle, and you well, yeah, couldn't think, let it go. Yeah, that Ooh. one's that one is really bad. He's got the girl and everything. I think like one like the biggest egregious one for me is like going with another driver. Like yes an hour before the heist i like, have that too trejo not being able to fucking dump his tail and then which he did, trejo like, didn't have a tail he didn't have a tail no he didn't have it no that's him yeah that's him like trying to bail out because he know like the entire thing's fucked right but then he gets because oh. he's he got, yeah because he's already been you know he's trying to get out of the situation because he's already been tapped by um uh wayne grow wayne grow's coming after him and like threaten him so he's trying not to give him up. So he he does that and he escapes out. Oh, you think that's what it was? You think that's him throwing? Yeah, I, him yeah, off? I don't think. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he doesn't have real tails because the cops the cops weren't on that. The the way the cops got on it wasn't by the driver. The cops got on it because uh, Wayne Grown Van Zant tipped him off, or like Van Zant's guy tipped him off. Right, that's why right, they right. go like punch Henry Rollins yep. in the face or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But you, they. Interesting, because I was I was just assumed Trejo was telling the truth in that moment that it was like, "Hey, I got a tail." But now, could it have been not the cops? Could it have been Van Zant's guy, like Henry Rollins? And and is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he was tailed. I think he was already like touched. He's being followed and threatened. Gotcha. So he's just like he had to like bail from it. He knew because he's yeah. just like okay. yeah, he's walking into a fucking bear trap. Gotcha. Yeah. That, either way, it makes sense. But yeah, sure. that yeah. that should have been like. It's fucked because here. What I was gonna say is, is when he sits down and and to a man makes everybody fucking yep like exactly Chris, Torito, Trey, like all of them is like, hey, this is your call. You got to make this call. Like I don't even know if in that moment, based on the knowledge that we have of Neil, Neil doesn't sit there and he calls that meeting. But he's got to be like, this is we're done. We're packing yeah, it up. It's, it's over. a dictatorship. You're exactly right. Yep. Like he doesn't show up there and it's just like, let's do it by a raise of hands. Like it should be like, guys, I know we're all excited about this score. Like I don't. Yeah. And the more like I watch it, like it becomes I'll keep rewatching it. But it becomes like a little bit of an inconsistent, like plot character thing, because 
he's sketchy about meeting the guy in the wheelchair that's talking about like getting all the information, like mm -hmm. how he knows it. Like, I guess what I would do for character development is I would just make, and I think maybe we see it a little later, but after he's already pot committed, like, cause Neil doesn't hit me as the kind of guy that needs money. So if I knew a little bit more that like he really wants out or, you know, like maybe what makes him force it is like, when she finally decides to come with him and they got to, you know, when this girl, when Edie decides that she's going to go with it, and he's like, fuck it. Like, I want to get the score. Like I, and this will take care of me. Like now I can just finally leave. Like maybe if he was kind of like, no, we definitely can't do this. And then met Edie. And maybe that's what they were trying to do. It's just not super clear. Yeah. yeah I would agree. There's gotta be something. There's gotta be something. And I think that's what they were trying to do with like the Edie thing, but the yeah. Edie like romance isn't like a hundred percent flushed out and they do set it all up for the end outside of the hotel where he like has the moment where he yes. sees him sees the and that's the clear moment and we we get that there's just so many other times where I, like a disciplined neil pulls that fucking trigger real quick um and just says we're done we're going i'm going to fucking the you know the the where is it the caribbean or no uh, where's he going uh, where's it uh brazil no, it's like no what is it? It's um Fiji. Fiji. Yep. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's going to Fiji. He's he's going there. I do get like they set up Chris brilliantly with a fucking gambling problem and the hooker with a heart of gold, like Charlene. Like that's so good. Like that's fully developed. You get Chris's like total fucking like cowboy lifestyle, little fucking out of it. Dominic, yeah. he's totally tied into Dominic, but in this like weird, like I'm a dad, but I'm also like, I'm more of a shithead than anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, short temper wants to do what he wants to do, but yes. still like loves this kid and super right. just like very, has this, very, ha very reactionary man. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then Charlene's fucking somebody else, which is great. Like the whole thing is rich. Trito, you don't really see Trejo obviously is a little bit less, but like this is like this is what I, I get all of Chris's thing. I get his like devotion to his girl, which is really like you know, like you know, he's like the sun sets and rises with her. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I get, such a simple totally, line. I love it. Yeah, yeah it's so it's so yeah. good. Like and, and it gets that out there early. Uh yeah, brother. Well, looking forward to well, we should get we'll give a few props, like uh I yeah. mean that scene with them sitting together, like at the diner. I mean just legendary let's go get a cup of cup of coffee robert nero yeah al pacino on screen perfect as good as it gets it. just kind of opposite sides it's just like there's an opposite side if it comes between you and some poor guy you're about to make a widow brother you are going down <laughs> yeah there it is i like yeah that. here's one thing that i also wrote is do people think uh vincent hannah is as cool as he is or is he just cool because he has a badge and can fucking bust everybody like i always feel like like how crazy is it if he's like screaming at this dude be like give me all your yeah give me all your it's like <laughs> all right dude fucking relax yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> Yo, I don't know if they had like we're getting to a little bit in the book, but it's just like he's got you. He's got you got a little like yak ski. problem. Yeah, like to get a snort on, which we yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I remember like reading something like I don't know if that was like in the original screenplay, and they kind of cut it out. But he's definitely like up all the time. Yeah, it's like I really like his character too. Like it's consistent. Like you're right. Is everybody around him like he does work hard, but they're just like man, that guy's like a fucking asshole, and he's out of control. Like he hangs up on everybody. <laughs> When they're just like, yeah. hey, we, we trace the explosive. It's coming. He's just like, 
fabulous. And then he just hangs up the phone and doesn't answer. I'm just like, all right. Love this guy. Awesome. Yeah, Vince, it's fucking crazy. He's Nutty. got a great ass. And you got your head. It's like, fucking, yeah, exactly. Like, Drucker's got to be like, oh, fuck. Vincent's oh, on yeah. one again. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Do... He just walks in at 8 a.m., which is a cup of coffee and his fucking eyeballs wide open. It's just like, man, it's going to be a long fucking day. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're all they're all looking at each other like Kelso and Drucker. Just like, motherfucker, <laughs> he's on a bender. I always think about when he goes to the club to finally see fucking um, – Tone Loke. Fucking Tone Loke. Yeah. yeah. And 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 he like goes up, he's like, give me all your money, motherfucker. And yeah. I was just like, the bouncer's gotta be like, this fucking dickhead cop. <laughs> Fuck you. Yes, I gotta play nice. Oh, ha, ha. you're gonna get smoked, fool. <laughs> meanwhile, he's like, I would shoot you in the fucking face, you little you know. I'm on my next, like, if there's some good acting going on. My next rewatch, I'm gonna check out to see, like, try to just get the barometer, take the temperature of just like people's opinion of Vincent Hanna when he comes straight, like patrolling into a room. It's like, yeah. be fuck. Um, all right, let's give it some air horns. You ready? Ready. Yep. Yep. Four and a half. 4.75. Oh, no, well, I can't. All right. I'm going to yeah. go up to 4.75. There you go. I got to give it a doggy. All right, we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> the Apology Showdown. You know that song? So let's leave it alone Cause we can't see eye to eye There ain't no good guy There ain't no bad guy There's only you and me And we just disagree Alright, Neapolitan Showdown Top George Clooney movies I'm gonna set this text. I was talking to somebody. They were I don't remember what Clune Dog. You're familiar with the Clune Dog. I I know of his work. Were you around ER days? I don't watch ER. I don't know what your mm-hmm. TV habits. I do. No, no, I've, no, no, no. I did know him. He was. I think he was on ER like not as long as people remember or think he was. Okay. Was in a couple seasons and he was like catapulted to the moon. Got it. I thought he was like 35 seasons. So yeah, I was. I stand corrected. I didn't know. I just like, I don't know. Like, I his don't story know was maybe a story was like, yeah, the movie's a little later. But you know, he has the I don't want to get in this too much, but he, you know, there's been some swings and some misses in his acting. Movie I said career. this to Dr. Mrs. The Commish. Yeah. I was like, it's has, jo- has George Clooney gotten a big old pass for just being a hot, handsome, like cool hang around guy? Like super yeah, handsome, good. super charming. Yeah, good hang, very charming. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some, you know, there's like, uh, the stuff he got to direct also, like, didn't he direct Syriana? Look at all the stuff he, he directed. I don't know if They're he directed Syriana. I know he directed my number three. Oh, I think Leatherheads also. I think he Big Bus with John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. old yeah, big dumpster. Yep. Yeah, and it shows that like a uh, Hail Caesar, you know, he's in there. Like he's, a, but let's, let's get into it, buddy. We don't yep. have to, we're not here to he's shit He's been on in, he's, he's, true that. He's been in a, I'm going to shit on him again. He's been in yeah, a real fast. bunch yeah, of yeah, real, okay. real quick. Has <laughs> real a the, has a fucking real like got in the bottom barrel of all Cohen movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Really fucking yeah. really fucking took a few diggers on those. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Hail Caesar. No. Go- oh, brother, we're out thou. It's a good hang. It's a good mm, like. I, it took me a while okay. to watch that one, but I, you're I, selling it. Okay, you're I selling it. I see. It. I'm, not, I'm not buying I'm not it. Overselling. It's not on my list. It's not on my consolation. Burn after bracket. reading. I'm not buying Burn it. Before a fucking seeing beer. 
Vermin Force. You know, oh, step over that. <laughs> Sorry, George. Uh, pull. Fucking nailed it, bro. Burn before scene. All right, what's your number three? Uh, good night and good luck, which really isn't a George Clooney, Ooh, Clooney movie. Yeah, but I do remember liking this movie. All of, first and foremost, with exception, uh, well, I, I almost gave away my number one. I'll mm. I'll hold this little tidbit. Okay. Close to my vet, close to my heart and vest. But okay. number three, good night, good luck. All black and white. I can fuck yep. with that. I like it. I, I buy it. Yeah, we're being artsy as fuck. Let's get my yeah, arts on. David Shut Straith- off all the colors. I'm an artist. Yeah, I'm an artist. David Strathairn or whatever his name is. Uh, I love him as Whistler in, in, in Sneakers. I'm down for this. I right. like when I like when character actors get their fucking moment to shine. There is a little Venn diagram here from the last one we did, which was Sam Rockwell, mm. which is kind of falling underneath my Clooney vertical on an actor that like haven't seen as many movies with them as I think I have. And uh, the and that's George Clooney. That is George Clooney, yeah. Because there's um, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, which I think came up on the last one. Which is Sam, which, the, yes, I gotta watch that. You know, it's come up but here's twice the thing on this is, podcast. dog is not the fucking. He's not the fucking big potato. He's not the yeah. big. He's not the twice big potato. You need to watch fucking Ocean's Thirteen. Like I know. Like sometimes it's just for the sake of the check mark. I gotta do yeah. it. My number three. Yeah. Out of sight. The fucking J Lo vehicle. Yeah, no, no. This wasn't a J Lo. I mean, J Lo, J Lo's in it, but it's not the vehicle. Mm. But it's just like this is uh from our boy that wrote. Oh, that sign's covering my book, so I can't look it. Do you remember that book we wrote? What Kill Shot? Who wrote Kill Shot? Elmore Leonard. Yes, he wrote this. Nice. Also, so this is yeah. He's like a he's he's a bank robber, but like just kind of like a not good at bank robbers robberies. Need to rewatch but, it. But good yeah. being fucking handsome and picking up really good J Lo. Yeah, it's early, it's early Clune Dog. You know he's he's stepping up to the plate. Like I like it. I, you know I want to root a little bit for Clooney early career in a leading role. A little TCB, take care of business. It does have the security guard. We've talked about this before, probably on the pod. We definitely talked about a book club played by Michael Keaton as an FBI, or he plays an FBI agent in this movie. And he plays the same character in Jackie Brown. Oh, shit. Yeah. He plays the that's exact right. same character. Which is like one of those up. rare times is like a movie that's not a sequel that don't necessarily live in the same universe. By different directors, like yeah, the same character that crosses over. Fascinating, fascinating stuff. That's my number three. Let's hit the mic. I I want to see who the casting director was, and I want to sit there and be like, "Did you just phone it in on this one?" You're like, "Look, I got this one. I got. I literally got it. I got this guy." And yeah, one. did you, you know overlook? You're just like, "Shit, I didn't cast a fucking FBI agent. Who did I just? Oh, fucking Michael Keaton played an FBI agent. Fucking call oh, Michael oh. Keaton." Tell them, tell them that we have a few more days of shooting. Just tell them it's the same movie. Tell them the same movie, just a few extra days. <laughs> it yeah. shows up a completely different set. He's just like, this is a fucking Quentin Tarantino movie? Like, what the fuck yeah. is going on here? Where am I right now? Um, Beautiful. I like it. I don't actually know if I remember this movie. This is one of those things. Watches. Yeah. Yeah, this is also your very right. Few, has... Very few re- rewatches on it is. Yeah, it has like, Yeah, it has... Like uh, a little bit of like a U-turn vibe. I think it gets conflated with a few movies from this time period, but it's definitely sure. kind of its own thing, and you should check it out. It's kind of its own thing. All right, I'll definitely kind check of its own it thing. out. Not completely. Okay, you sold me again because the Michael Keaton character. You said well, you did think you led with kinda, so I got <laughs> I picked up from thing. there. I think like, okay, not yeah. completely. Kinda. All right, uh, my number two. Yep, I did like this movie. 
I thought it was good. good. It's a good I've start. Only good, good positive direction. <laughs> like it. Um, up in the air. Anna uh, Kendrick. That's my number one. Is it your number one? It is my number one, buddy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll let you let you. You brought it up first, though. You you pitch it. Uh, Anna Kendrick, cutesy patootsy. I'm down yeah. with it. I like it. I like him fucking coming in there firing people. I don't really remember the movie that well, but I do remember I liked it. So right. I'll take it. And I liked okay. it. I like him. I like the whole thing. You. Question me on plot details. You ain't getting it. No, no. <laughs> fine. I'll take the baton and run with it. Uh, yeah, yeah, this thank is you. um, this is good. You're right, Anna Kendrick. Great role for her. Just kind of that, like um, like kind of uptight and then eventually relaxes, but focused mm-hmm. on the job. A good parallel to him. Like he loves to travel. Like just living kind of this nomad alone life. Their job is actually like going around and uh, firing laying people. off they people. Help, yeah. yeah, they help companies downsize. But he just loves to travel and he, you know, he sees it's a little bit about covering up this void. What I like about this movie is, you know, he has that romance with, man, I never remember her name. Dang it, I really like her as an actress. She was the, she was the lead. She played the psychiatrist in the, um, well, now we're getting too many movies away. What is the Scorsese movie with Matt Damon? The Departed. The Departed. Thank you. She played the psychiatrist in The Departed. Whatever her name is, she plays the love interest of George Clooney, but you know he's ready to settle down, invites him to his sister's wedding and everything, realizes that she's actually married when he goes to surprise her at her house, which makes it feel it's just like, you know, she wants this. The one that they move that he moves in that he starts sleeping with? Yeah, they start sleeping together. But eventually he goes to surprise her because he's just like, you know, like I'm tired of traveling alone. Like I'd like that plus one. I'd like to, you know, kind of meet up with somebody goes to surprise her at her house, realizes that she has this, like these kids and this husband. And so it just feels like, you know, he's the only one that's genuine. That means like, I'm dedicated to this loner life when he's finally ready to kind of give it up and settle down with someone. He realized that is she it, was kind is of, it, this I didn't look it up. I stopped. I started to look it up. Is it Vera Farminga? Yeah. Nice. Good pull, buddy. Good pull. Yes. Uh, she's, yes so anyway. she's beautiful. I, Absolutely. I love watching her. She's fucking, yeah. I think she's great. Yeah. That movie, a uh, ton of fun. Um, Big fan. You Very know how just you like, just like you just start going through your mind. You're like, "Come on, baby, where is it? I know it's yep. there." It I makes you feel like there. like how do fucking brains work? Like how does it just no go, shit like through the files? Of, like what is it that like I can describe the feeling to you of remembering something, but I can't yes. walk you through like I don't know shit to. I, 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 I here's know. here's how I did that. I was like, "Departed, departed." Yep. You're you're mm-hmm. like Scorsese. Chewing it. Yep. Got it. I was like, got it, got it. You're like, girlfriend. I was like, all right, what was the girlfriend? Oh, yeah. I remember a stereo. And I just sit there going, stereo, stereo, stereo. Yeah. Who is listening on the stereo? Oh, that's right. Blonde, blouse, attractive. And I was just like, just rifling through this. Here it's coming. No, it's not. So that's the worst part when you're like, it's right there. It's yeah. right fucking there. Well, see, I, get, I mean, getting older, like I've started to feel like just total blank. Like usually like I can, you know, it feels like you got a little piece of it. Like you're a dog. You got a little corner of the towel and you're kind of pulling on it. You're just like, Arr. like I can almost yes. pull the entire thought of it. Like sometimes there'll just be literal moments like with The Departed where I'm just like, it's a blank slate. I'm just like, I'll never find this movie. You can sit me here for a fucking like thousand years. I'm never you're, getting The Departed in my brain. You're Neo like, on that white different. screen. There's just nothing out there. You're like, yeah, exactly. Where it am feels I? like you're like trying to reboot a computer that's not fucking plugged in. Um, all right, my number okay. two, yeah, Michael Clayton. I don't this, know if I saw this movie, yeah, this is good. This Everyone is good. fucking this is... likes this movie, yeah. It's one of those, like, it's probably up there with you know, The Wire 
or, you know, just that shit where people are like, you got to watch this. You got to, and like kind of, nobody's kind of watching it. Like it didn't get all the love it should, like a little bit of cold volume. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's just really good. It's clean dog going like it's and not my, not my cup of tea, like a little conspiracy, you know, like, okay. um, yeah, a little conspiracy movie, little just like not counterintelligence spy, but just like, you know, you got the inside information on the company and then like, you're trying to uncover this stuff. Like, you know, kind of like the firm was. Like the firm is in that genre, just like corporate okay. espionage, I guess. Corporate espionage. The Pelican brief. Yeah. That's no, right. I don't saying. think that's right at all. I yeah, was I just trying so. to add to it. Is it? Okay. <laughs> so, I, I was just so, trying yeah. to fucking add on to it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Long as fuck. Uh, um, what was I thinking of? Not Michael. What's the other one that's another name? Michael something or other. That's about the NRA. Liam Neeson, is it? Maybe. Michael. Oh God, no! I was gonna say Rob Roy. Rob Roy, nope. <laughs> yeah, it's that's not, not that. it. It's definitely Michael something or other. But I feel like I feel like Liam Neeson's in Rob Roy. Yeah, in no way is any of this helpful. Um, nope, that's good. Cl- Claiborne, uh, Michael Claiborne. No, I don't. Michael Strahan. Nope. <laughs> that's true. Um, oh, I mean, just some amazing pod right here. All right, what's your number one, bro? My number one, it's Basic Bitch AF. It's one of the only ones that I've watched. I'm going with Ocean's, Ocean's 11. 11. Yeah. I just watched it. Oh, I guess I just it. watched Great. it. You did. Come you on. win. That's fine. <laughs> Take the W. This nice, clown dog one. Here's the thing that it made me realize sure. that I just think Clooney is handsome as fuck and right. charming and charismatic. Well, you must and- be lonely on that island. I know, right? Yeah. Me and a bunch of other 40-year-old housewives. <laughs> um. But here's the thing. Great hair, by the way. Fucking, we don't oh, yeah. really talk about like, I actually know everyone talks about the iterations of Michael Clooney or George Clooney hair. Yeah. And, yeah. He's and, uh, yeah. I had that Caesar cut, which, you know, uh, around my college. Rocking that Caesar cut. Like yeah, did you rock that cut? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Cause I was trying oh, to yeah. transfer out of my bowl cut. I needed to do something. Getting out of my it bowl was just cut. A, you just tighten it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just bring it up a little you. higher. Short it up. Um, but just like, dude, who doesn't want to be fucking George Clooney? Who doesn't want to hang around with George Clooney? And yeah, just but be yeah, that guy? just because I guess I'm not cheating. Ocean's Eleven is I didn't watch it for a really long time, but they're it's they're not overthinking it, you know. Just they're not like, oh, let's write this amazing character for like George Clooney and Brad Pitt. It's just like let's let them just be charming. Like I went to see that Ticket of Paradise movie. Do not recommend it. Like not funny at all, but it's still like there's still something about like George Clooney just doing Clune Dog. That's just like yes, I'm in watching it yeah yeah why overthink it why overthink you know what it? i'm you said you said burn after reading more like burn before watching for that we are switching it in overtime right now you get the victory bro. <laughs> oh look at that's that you're so too kind good. i feel so, like i feel good. like it's too, too good. good it is too good i yeah. you know what i'll take it i'll take it on this time you should, I, you should. I, yeah i, appreciate I don't it. want to forget it that's that good you know when it we was... do our end of the year recap when we go through all 52 neapolitan showdowns and we try to remember who did the victory. Yeah, now if I can just remember this goddamn Michael movie about the fucking Irish, like the the NRA. What the fuck was that movie? Oh yeah, give me IMDb. Why do my MVP? I Guys, got you, bro. Um, my MVP. I'm going with me. That's right. <gasps> Look out, old your boy Brandana. Um, I'm a best restricted on Bovada. That's right. Coming out and saying it right here in the pod. This is yeah. Me. 
fuck yeah. Winning, What's up, Bavada? Where are you at, dog? Winning too fucking much. So that's right. Shut you every... down. Michael Collins. That's the motherfucker that I'm talking about. Nice. You're right. It was, it was Liam Neeson. Good memory, bro. Who's your MVP, bro? Uh, did we, did we, I don't want to like blow you off your fucking Bovada spot. Let's fucking no, just not at all. walk that's that good. back around. Just repeat that for everyone, <laughs> for the listening audience. <laughs> You're that... on it, bro. I was, yeah. That's but... restricted due to me winning too much. Now, do they put the governor Fake on money. how much you can put down? Fake money, bro. Yeah. That's Fake money, right. Jelly beans, t-shirts, yeah, whatever we said. That's what happened. Yeah. It's an it's a email that says that uh, due to uh, we're going to limit we're gonna limit some things and just my NFL games, what I used to pull the trigger on, they're just like, why don't you try this on for size? Now, if they had just held on for three more days, they could have gotten a lot <laughs> bigger taste of my impending implosion that was fucking Sunday having the bills and just about everything. Oh, the bills. I had the Raiders also the only bet I did win in those early games was uh Tucker, right? Is that the quarterback for the Panthers? What's his name? Walker. Walker. PJ uh, Walker. Plus 160 on over 1.5 INTs had that wrapped up by halftime. Zink. All right, who's your vet, bro? VP, the MVP. I'm gonna go with little Kirby Joseph. Safety picked off one Mr. Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. twice. Not once, oh, but those. twice. Got two of them. Came back, for, came back for seconds. Just get it to me. Yeah. Good. Guys, I hope you enjoyed your snack. MB. Sports Podcast, episode 242. Thanks for listening. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Audience, you're going to learn a little story about a rabble-rousing podcast called Mapcal Podlands. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.